Alright, um, welcome back to a brand new episode of Growing Up Gay with Vaughn and Malik. It's your boy Vaughn. And your boy Malik, what's up y'all? Hope all is well. It's been um, quite some time since the last time we recorded. It's been like two, uh, almost three, well, when this post, I think it'll I think it'll be three weeks since we last recorded. Uh, this was not planned, and it's like 90 8.6% my fault um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been uh, sick and Sick and out of order if you will For the, <laughs> the past <laughs> The past three weeks Bitch not sick and, sick out, and of out of order um, Yeah very very sick Very out of order but you know Still trying to um, You know what, what did they say in good times Shit, don't ask me. <laughs> Keeping our head of water, making a oh, way we can't temporarily off. Good time. Easy credit rip off. Good time. Shucking and some. I don't know what the fuck they said. Good time. Hey, I don't know Good what the Ain't we lucky we got him? Now you know I'm gonna have to Yeah y'all was gonna I don't know what why we started I don't know what I don't know why we started the podcast like that. I am so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Cause I couldn't hear myself, so I probably sounded awful. And Malik just hit y'all with all of Mariah and her carries. So I don't, I don't know what that's gonna sound like um, when we get in the editing room. But I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna try my best let's, to make it sound. Let's make it sound good. Make it sound pretty. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to make you sound like how we want you to sound like. Um, but no, yes, like I said, uh, we've been gone for. Uh, Gone for a minute, but we. I, mean, I don't know what is wrong with me. <laughs> um, but I'm back on the jump off. Goons in the club. Case something. Okay, Malik. <laughs> this is gonna be a really fun episode, you guys. So just be ready. Uh, how um, have you been in the three plus weeks that we've been um, missing? Ch- ch- I've been up, down, round and round. Honey, I felt every which kind of way. Um, it's. It, I've been all over the place, but you know I'm good. I had a friend pass away in the midst of us not recording, wow. and so I had to attend his funeral, and that was really um, draining for sure. He was an openly gay man who was a Jehovah Witness, and anyone who is a Jehovah Witness or knows about uh, Jehovah Witnesses, their services are very sterile, if you will. Mm their memorial services that you know very cut and dry very straight to the point and my friend was a vibrant person and they painted him to be a depressed sad man you know they painted him to be someone that was not that didn't have friends they painted him to be someone that you know that was depressed all the time and you know yeah he suffered from mental illness but he was so many other things and so that's these are some of the reasons why i really just do not like organized religion because um i just feel like people they're so quick to lose the humanity behind what someone has taught them behind doctrine behind behind methodology and it's like what about humanity Mm. what about love what about 
all those things that God is, right? And it just seems to me that it seemed to me that they weren't concerned about any of those things. They were only concerned about doctoring. So fuck them. Um, <laughs> shout out to my friend Anthony. Love you. Miss you. We will continue to speak your name, and you will continue to live on through your friends. Rest in heaven. Um. Yeah. So besides that, I've been good. I went to this influencer event today for Panera Bread uh, that benefited um, the launch of Kevin Curry's new. Um, Is he related to Steph with. Curry? You know what? I thought I I wondered that, but he's not related to any of the uh, any of the famous athletes of the Currys. Oh, okay. This is a completely different, you know, Curry. He has a new cookbook, and it's you know he has some really cute recipes in there. But the bowl is delicious, so that was fun. I got to practice yoga with him and some other cool people. You know, it's just been, it's been a real. I'm just kind of letting this retrograde shit do do its worst because let me tell you something, bitch. It's fucking with me, and I'm giving in because I have no. I just, I just, I, I'm just feeling very much like. Uh, what the fuck is going on and I'm feeling very helpless right now but I know I'm not helpless I just feel like I don't want to do anything <laughs> I yeah. just want to chill no, I 1000% I, <laughs> I um, feel you on that uh, the past yeah. I, I don't know what it is about summer 2019 I really I'm so sad about it because I thought summer 2019 was going to be like my my time your hot girl summer. I bitch. thought I was gonna have a hot girl summer, and I'm having a. But you still can. I'm having. I'm gonna have a hot girl fall and winter, um, because summer's canceled. <laughs> um, summer has been really hard for me for a multitude of reasons. Um, like I said, I was sick and partially shut in for the past three weeks. Um, I've been dealing with a lot, but I think two really good things came out of it and i think one of those things is just goes into actually um my get it together for this week which i'm gonna just jump right on into malik if you don't yeah. mind i know this is your area no um, listen friend when the <laughs> spirit calls you have to listen um it's just about being grateful i think that's one of the things that mm. i've definitely um i've definitely been taught not that I, I i was ever ungrateful i'm not an ungrateful person at all um but i just feel like over the past six weeks i've been dealing with a lot mentally and emotionally and it it feels good to finally kind of be like getting out of that space in that state and then getting sick on top of that and then having retrograde come deal with all that i just I've really learned to be grateful just to be healthy. I've really learned to be grateful mm. to be present. And I've learned true, not learn because I knew all these things before, but I'm paying, I'm putting more inventory in being grateful um, for just the simple things like health, like, you know, being able-bodied, um, being able to make, you know, I feel like God has given me everything that I need. And I just yeah, need to for sure. put, less time into complaining about things and more time into bettering the things that I currently have and loving who I currently am and all those, you know, all the, the inner feeling stuff. I'm also seriously considering going to therapy. Um, oh. Yeah, like, I'm. it's funny because I'm a huge advocate 
for therapy um and i like I, I push it on other people but i always jokingly say that like god made me my own therapist because i can talk myself through yeah. everything which i do that's not like a false statement it's not a lie However, um, I, I'm just interested in seeing what could come from a therapy session because a, a lot of people mm. talk about how it makes them feel so much lighter, so much better, et cetera, et cetera. And like, A, I don't know how I feel about telling somebody my business. <laughs> like in specifics, like I can blanket shit on here, but like in like specifically detailing things that like childhood quote unquote traumas or like things that have molded me into the person that I am today. I don't know how comfortable I feel about telling anyone that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just because it's a, a part of my protective... And then this is a very honest moment. A part of my protective shield is curating a, wor- a, a, se- a self that I am pleased with sharing with others. So, like, mm-hmm. letting anyone beyond that wall to see, like, the other parts of me is not something that like I do ever. <laughs> so I definitely don't want to sit down with a stranger and tell them I'm a business, but I might do it. I think I might, I might make that a, re- a resolution of mine for the remainder of the year. Just go to one session and see like what comes from it, but don't nobody hold me to that shit. Cause I don't know. But <laughs> um, outside of that, I'm, I'm cool. Like I'm not, I'm not in the downs anymore. If you will, I'm, looking forward to a a lot of things and i also got like hit up by somebody i also got hit up by somebody that i went to high school with and it was so random like they facetime called me i have not spoken to this person since. whoa you answer yeah because i have not spoken to this person since 2012 a bitch need an appointment. You FaceTime me, and i don't know i'm gonna look at it and funny enough the (laughs) only reason why i answered is because it was a 404 number so i was like okay maybe this is someone that like I have their old number and they you know what I mean and they yeah. have my number and it was funny because like he hasn't seen me since high school and I look nothing. Oh, you look <laughs> I look completely different. So he was like, "Whoa, like, you know." And he's a part of the community. So he was like, you know, somehow I look great and just how he's very proud of me for moving to New York and da 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 da. And we were just catching up and it felt good to to converse with someone that like I knows like the old me and 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 knows me in in a sense and it it was kind of weird because i was like like i was not expecting that at all it was just i was randomly at home and i got a facetime call from someone but it's just met retrograde i about to say metrograde retrograde has been really (laughs) i really was (laughs) retrograde has been really interesting i don't I feel like she's a, and I feel like everyone is really going through something right now, like across the everyone board. Everyone is going through something. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's it's um, she's really interesting. That's all I'll say. She's really interesting. Wow, I'm so happy for you. Like it sounds like you're like leaving space open to just explore your emotions and explore like what's happening in your mind in, in a whole new way just to see how you feel about it like see what what comes from it and it's nothing wrong with that i think that's exciting to be in a in a place of openness in a place of like hey let's just explore this yeah. let's see what this is about that's cool thank you frank because that that is where i am and it's it's hard because i'm not <laughs> I feel like anyone that knows me knows I'm very like whoa. I, I like I always yeah. tell people I'm not like controlling of others. I, I I would never be like an 
um, an obsessive boyfriend or like a, I don't give a fuck what you do. But when it comes to me, myself, and I, I'm very, very controlling of how I act, how I carry myself, the things that I say, the things that people know about me. So it's like to step outside of that feels weird, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's going to go well. Good. It's going to go well. Well, this week, my Get It Together is titled No More Suffering in Silence. And, you know, um, Vani, you and I are always so aligned. Um, and what suffering in silence means to me is no more suffering in silence. It's just like, say something about how you're feeling. Say you're struggling. Say you're going through something. Right. Say that I am sick. Say that I am angry. Um, Because at the end of the day, they're already judging you. You know, everyone's going to have an opinion about something. And so um, recently, you know, I've talked about my status on the show a few times in the past. And, you know, so the reason why I've decided, you know, to talk about it and be a lot more authentic and, and open about it is because this just just no more suffering in silence. Like there's so many people that are so afraid because HIV is so stigmatized yeah. and uh, there's so much bad information out there. Um, and then, and, and not only is there so much bad information, but there's so much ignorance and there's so much blissfulness in the ignorance from so many people. Um, and I realized that, you know, we need support out here. And there are a lot of people that are really suffering and they're suffering in silence because they're afraid to say that they're hurting. They're afraid to say that they're going through something. Um, and that just, and, and, and to me, it just seems like, it's like, I, no one wants to be ridiculed. No one wants to be talked about. No one wants to be, um, out there doubting themselves because it's like everyone's so afraid to just be vulnerable and to be authentic. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, what I realize is by sharing, you give your story validity, you give your story life, and you also allow other people to give have an opportunity to actually connect with you in a way that could be beneficial like to make you feel less of alone and i know from sharing my story and talking about what i'm going through i feel so much more connected to other people i feel so much more supported um and i just i just remember the times when in the past when i wouldn't talk about things and i was like damn no one understands me no one gets me like it's like have you considered have you just considered leaving space for someone to actually support you, for someone to listen to you? Obviously, we always talk about it like not everyone, but have you considered that maybe you don't have to suffer in silence in this very moment? Have you just considered saying, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to get it off my chest. I'm going to say it. I'm going to make that move and whatever happens, happens. And so um, my get together is... I'm making a commitment to myself moving forward that I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to be sitting around like biting my tongue right. and, and, and sitting there in, in uncomfortable, sitting there uncomfortable because I'm afraid to like open my mouth, you know, because I'm afraid to offend someone or I'm afraid to just voice my opinion. Like I have worth, I have value. And uh, all in all, I want you guys to stop suffering in silence. There, there's a community out there that wants to support you. You just have to allow them to. Absolutely. And so that's my get it together for the Also, I just want to say month. really quickly, Malik completely downplayed the thing he did with um, Panera. I just, 
I want to shout out my friend <laughs> because he's manifesting the fucking things that he wants out of life. And that is, it's been so beautiful to watch from the inside, like the way he's, like, I remember when you were like going to classes to become a, a yogi, like an official certified yogi. And like, yeah, I remember you changing your whole Instagram and like refocusing and rebranding yourself and Panera reached out to him. They knocked on his door and said, hey, we see you. Like, you out here doing shit, and we would love to work with you. And, like, I just want to say that I'm very, very, very proud of you. And, like, this is just the beginning of a multitude of successful partnerships and opportunities that you'll partake in. And just thank you. Friend. make sure whenever y'all thank see you. the Panera post that y'all like it and y'all comment on it and y'all do all the things you need to do to let the girls at Panera know yes. that, you know, he's, he's that you're fucking he's with that me. you're fucking with me she's you're supporting the me. <laughs> yeah thank you. I, I i appreciate that vaughn i love you and um i just appreciate you for pushing me and and, and for letting me know that i have you in my corner and, always you know it's just it's just it's it's really amazing to be able to grow with someone and and, and be able to just have people in your village that say friend i see you i'm rooting you on i'm cheering you on you're gonna do this and um so thank you friend i appreciate it anytime 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 hey you guys it's malik thanks for listening i hope you're enjoying the show so far remember to tell your friends about what we're doing here this is a community-based show and the only way we're going to grow is with your help so be sure to like subscribe and share our show with all of your friends and your family now back to the episode um, I think from that we can go straight on into, straight into the our grown up grown gay, up which gay. is uh, about cancel culture. Which time know. to turn the show around. We've been on in our feelings. Let's have a little fun. Yeah. Um, so Malik and I wanted to to discuss cancel culture because we feel like it's something that semi exists but doesn't really exist. It's um, something that became a fad on social media. I would say like three years ago was when it kind of started to to, to take wind. So if you yeah. don't know what cancel culture is, uh, cancel culture is, of course, the canceling of someone or something because it offends culture. Whatever your, however culture, you know, uh, fits for you, whether that's, you know, something offending your race, your sexual orientation, however you choose to identify, you know, all, you know, paint with all the colors of whatever your wind is, right? So cancel culture is is, is that. And it's something that became very prominent um, as we have all become more aware, more informed, and we've had to, to live in a society that is so <laughs> ignorant and so backwards and so offensive purposely, um, cancel culture, like I said, has, has become something that is super, super prominent in today. Um, so we wanted to discuss the intricacies of cancel culture, uh, of cancel culture um, as well as the, the bullshit that comes along with a lot of it. And we also want to like even see if there's any validity to cancel culture um so normally we are a little more i'm keeping it a buck you know i'm keeping it to more than 98 normally we like outline everything and we're more detailed and more um uh streamlined but we're just gonna riff um so the first thing that i wanted to discuss is the petty uh the petty part of cancel culture right Mm. first of all 
cancel culture is is or the people that partake in cancel culture i should say not cancel culture itself but a lot of the people that partake in cancel culture only want to cancel things that don't personally benefit them right or people like that's a, the, and i'm talking the petty part of cancel culture like recently and i know malik uh twitter is not your 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 base it's more so mine yeah i'm 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 trying to get you have been you've been more active you've definitely been more active i've been a lot more active lately um but there have been these threads that (laughs) are like about canceling people right and it's not like people that deserve it like you know the threads of canceling uh, of canceling people started a long time ago this isn't something that's new it started i want to say like maybe like 2013 2014 and it would be to like expose a lot of the ignorant things that people said whether they would be racist remarks uh, homophobic remarks um and ironically it usually came off the back of someone securing some kind of bag <laughs> it was kind of like oh y'all want to give that person money or y'all want to give that person you know attention well here's all the horrible things they did and why we should strip it away from them right which yep. is all fine and dandy however over the past years it has become so ridiculous um and i i think yeah. one of the first very popular ones was there was a jennifer lopez thread that went viral about how j-lo like stole all these people's songs and how she didn't sing you know on some of her songs because christina uh, christina milan and ashanti were you know singing in the background literally and Mm. um so there was i think that was one of the and that's actually that was actually done by somebody that uh, a mutual of mine on Twitter, and I remember seeing the thread because he's Dominican, and I remember seeing the thread. And my first thing, my first thought was, why would you be going this hard to like take down another, like a fellow Latino? Like, why would you be going this hard? Because, like, say what you want to about J Lo, right? She's definitely not perfect or flaw free, but she's also not that problematic. <laughs> like, I feel like of all the people you could like invest time and energy into compiling a th- now i will say it was a great thread it's been stolen it's been been repurposed a lot of people have bit him and and there's been major major magazines there have been all these different people that have bit his thread and like there as there's now a youtube video even dedicated to it kind of highlighting a lot of the things he said and putting it into real-time form um but for me i was just like i was so confused because i'm like you're he's so pro afro latina and he's so pro like uh the latin culture in general that it was kind of like it was strange and now there are of course a lot of latin people that have issues with j-lo because she tends to play a lot of white women in movies i don't know why mm-hmm. that's not my <laughs> that's not my cross to bear <laughs> i'm not uh you're a latino i can't pass for anything so i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why like you're a right like I, I can't that's not me so i I can't pass for white, so I don't know why she chooses to play a white woman in a lot of her movies. Um, and there's, I've also seen like people that have issue with how she speaks Spanish because she does speak Spanish fluently, but it's like, oh, Spanish, like, oh, you're not, oh, okay, I get it, I, you're not, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, it's not native, right, Spanish. right. And to be fair, like, and I've this is something that I've learned very recently. Uh, Puerto Rican Spanish, Dominican Spanish, and uh, Spain, Spain Spaniard Spanish, like all of it is very different. Um, yeah. But I think the issue they tend to have with Jennifer Lopez's Spanish is that it's like very, like, I just learned Spanish 
after six months of a class or something. I think that's what the issue <laughs> tends to be with her Spanish, right? So, like I said, I'm not Latin, you know, at least not directly. So I can't really speak to it. But like I said, my the first thing I thought was, damn, you're going really hard to take down another. I didn't, I didn't really get it, right? Especially because a lot of the yeah. points were like petty <laughs> like oh j-lo stole this song from so-and-so and it's like that's not really what happened it's more so tommy Matola, who was over you know j-lo and of course mary to mariah at the time was the one like j-lo wasn't walking into studios j-lo in 99 especially 98 especially was not walking into anyone's studio like i demand this song from mariah carey or i demand <laughs> this like it, that's not how that worked <laughs> um although i will say the story about her trying to take a marie's um one thing and then a marie leaking it to a radio station in baltimore or whatever messy mm, i never knew look that into that one y'all look into that one it, that it, it was like I said, it's a it's a good thread because it is informative about a lot of things, but it's also like this is really petty. So that was one of the first ones that I saw. Another one that I saw was a Christina Aguilera one, and it was funny because this person, like the 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 <laughs> the, the the initial tweet that leads the thread is like, oh. A thread about how Christina Aguilera is the least problematic pop star in 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 pop culture, and it's tied and it's um, done with these two images of her: one where she has cornrows, and another one where she's very tan, right? And I was like, "Oh, this is about to be some shit." And I clicked on it, and then of course it was like a not a non fan of Christina's that again dedicated so much time into finding all these things. And to me, I don't know how, how I don't know anyone who actually is a fan of Christina Aguilera who thinks she's unproblematic. Like Christina has said and done a lot of things, and she said and done a lot of things with her balls because she's a ballsy woman. Um, so I I've, I wouldn't ever view her as unproblematic. But it was just kind of like, what is the point of this thread? Like, especially because a lot of the things that they were saying about how, like, she she chose to lean into her, into Latin culture for, like, you know, more fame or notoriety. And it's like, she's actually Latin. Like, she's half, she's, she's half Honduran. Like, she, that's not <laughs> fake. Like, it, it, that's a part of her culture and her, her makeup. So, like, her deciding to tap into that, what's the difference between that and, like, saying Whitney Houston made her music blacker, quote unquote blacker to ta- like it's it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I think what's really weird is the fact that people want everyone to be so one dimensional all the time. And anytime someone does something that's maybe not the norm or what they want you to be doing, it's like, oh, this is phony. This is fake. This can't be authentic. Right. Let's get rid of this person. It's like whoa why can't i do more than one thing right. whoa why <laughs> you know it's it's almost like the standpoint that people are making about how there um there's some actors I, th- I think scarlett johansson recently said that she feels like she she should be able to play any character mm-hmm. you know um regardless and people took of, that so literal and was like oh so you want to play don Cheadle? <laughs> like Exactly, and that's, that's not, not what that's she not meant. What obviously, she meant. You know, like, she's not gonna get in blackface. But like, they were up on her ass for saying yeah. that, and it's like, whoa, like she can play whoever she wants to play. Like that is a fact. Like we 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 all have that right. And I mean, the the like the one thing that that sticks out to me the most about cancel culture is I think about Monique mm-hmm. and how Monique came out and said, you know, Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, um, and Lee Daniels, they fuck them. 
You know, she came out. She was bold. <laughs> she really did say that too. She was bold. She said, "Fuck them, fuck, fuck them niggas. niggas. I don't give a fuck." Like fuck Monique did not niggas. care, fuck and she niggas. said, <laughs> "And and we boycott, boycott, and we boycott at Netflix." Right, and we were and all like, "Girl," <laughs> and y'all laughed at her. Y'all, y'all. Chuckled. We were all like, "Sis, Netflix, really?" Come on, only for a year and a half to pass by, and Lee Daniels. It comes out that Lee Daniels. Is sitting here fucking over Dame Dash. It comes out um, that Steve Harvey is full of shit, and he out here fucking with Donald Trump and doing doing all this other bullshit. And when Monique went on his show, y'all was like, "Hmm." No, 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 no. Hold on, we we had Monique's back when she was on that show. N- that that's what I'm saying, okay. but that's when y'all started side eye Steve Harvey w- when she went on his show, oh, okay, and then that's when I felt like the council was kind of like taken back a little yeah. bit. And for me, it's almost like the the whole point Mon- Mon- Monique was making was you're only as good as your last project, but yet you guys are so ready to cancel me for speaking out for actually trying to get you niggas some balls for actually trying to you know step out there and say no y'all are not gonna keep trying me y'all y'all gonna put some respect to my name and it's just funny how we are just so quick to like look at clickbait and and make like an easy uninformed bandwagon decision mm. just because everyone else is saying oh mm-hmm. th- th- this is what we're doing right. now now let me jump on Council monique like please yeah, I a thousand percent agree with that. Although I will say, personally for me, the only I've never, you know, wanted to quote unquote cancel Monique. However, I will say she's very self righteous because <clears throat> she was not quick. She didn't condemn her at all. Actually, Roseanne Barr. She she now she did not. She said she Roseanne. Not she said Roseanne, Roseanne was her sister. And that she's gonna and her, and comedy, it's her sister in comedy, and that she doesn't mm-hmm. have anything bad to say about her because Roseanne has never said anything bad about her. And I was like, sis, um, you do realize this is like off the back of Roseanne saying some very racist things, and then also, shit, that's true. and then also like making a joke about Jews in ovens. Like you, you, you don't have an issue with that, but you wanted us to have an issue with Netflix. I, something a little funny in the light of it. I just. We can, we can point it out, but I'm glad you you brought up clickbait, uh, clickbait, and I'm also glad you brought up like fraudulent, uh, fake news, right? Because there's currently a yeah. thread on Twitter about Rihanna that's in the same vein as, as the Christina Aguilera thread, like, oh, um, since she's because and it's funny because I'm so sorry if y'all hear my phone making all types of noise. I'm I'm so rude, um, and I've been seeing this narrative in regard to Rihanna for the past, like I want to say like year and a half. About how, like, oh, you know, stop saying that, you know, people hated on Rihanna, that never happened, or um, just, like, these weird statements and these comments about how Rihanna was never hated on, or how, um, like, I saw one the other day, it was, like, all the things that, like, Beyonce and Rihanna have been through, and it was, like, you know, Beyonce's had to deal with, you know, um, people asking her about pregnancy when she had a miscarriage. People have, you know, talked about her hair. People have talked about her daughter, da-da-da. And it's, like, you know, meanwhile, people just love Rihanna, and they don't get how Beyonce can work as hard as she works, and, like, people still have so much to say, but then they just freely love Rihanna. And I was, like, girl, where? Like, what world do you live in where Rihanna was never talked about? Because 
in the made up universe in, in this universe y'all have called that girl a whore since she was 16 <laughs> like yeah literally <laughs> like she was a caribbean she, right like y'all have been xenophobic y'all have called y'all have told her that she is not black because her father is mixed and she's not from america like she's not african-american like i have seen that y'all have told her that she deserved to be y'all are still telling her that she deserved to be abused because of you know how quote-unquote caribbean women are y'all have called that lady all every name out of every untalented every ugly every like every everything <laughs> like her entire career and she has still managed to keep her head down and persevere and like yes now rihanna is as a person is far more more popular than she's ever been people love you know you know the person now just as much as they love the brand and the music and all these things but like a the backstory is still there <laughs> like i don't know I, I, I that's just one that's one thing because there is also a thread and again this is being done by a beyonce fan i'm just saying <laughs> let it don't do let it go beehive y'all have queen b stop it i don't let it go okay but there's currently a thread and, and the reason why i'm bringing it up is because like they've literally gone out of their way to like fake things and like edit things and like photoshop things to make and like twist things because you know rihanna has rihanna and her friends have very like sarcastic um playful like shady relationships and they're like taking <laughs> they're taking they're taking like screenshots where she said things to her friends that are are rude yes but she's joking with her friends and they're like look at how she talks to her fans and it's for me and y'all i haven't retweeted because I, I listen i got to the point with rihanna a long time ago where i'm not i'm not arguing with nobody over her like i had my first stand stand ish moment shout out to josh <laughs> shout out to josh on twitter um because he and i'm pretty sure he was trolling us he he started talking about some, some something rihanna related and i i had to like jump in my stand bag for the first time in years because i don't do that shit anymore i don't do that whole let me fight you over whatever you think of because i don't really care like honestly she's i don't have the time, i don't have bitch. the time bitch like i got bills to pay i pay rent what you about a bitch who not worried right like you can say whatever you want to you can feel however you want to sis the bag is still the bag like she's still yeah like the, the doll has done what the doll needed to do like you can't unbreak the records you can't like deny the numbers you can't deny the impact it's it's there and i've got and i got to that point no lie once loud came out i was like girl i'm done like she's good like this is good like it's it's a wrap um but yeah like i just and, and i think that's the part about cancel culture that trips me out that people put so much time and so much effort into into like digging up things photoshopping things you know writing these s because these thread i've done a thread before and shout out to anyone that you literally have to write out a thread if you're gonna do one properly you have to write out a thread like an essay you have to you can't just freestyle <laughs> a thread like that because like i said you're going to the point where you're photoshopping things you're you're finding like old interviews and 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 the interviews are 15 minutes long and you're cutting the interviews and you're editing. like you're doing a lot of work yeah to like talk about someone negatively that doesn't know you exist or even if they do know you exist won't change their day like it won't do anything for anyone like what's like that's the i think that's the 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 one part about cancel culture i'm like 
what are you trying to like achieve here? Now, if it's someone that truly deserves it, because there's definitely been people that we have canceled as a society. You sure. know what I mean? Like people like Bill Cosby. Right. Like that's someone R. Kelly. Who's canceled. Um R. The Kelly. New, this bitch um at Goodwill, uh Sharon, whatever her name is. Shout out to the Reed. Uh Crystal just dragged her in, in their most recent episode. She just resigned from her position um because she was getting dragged by everyone because of her, her comments on the Goodwill and how they are essentially they're trying to cut um just a quick backstory for those that don't know the goodwill is trying to essentially to save money because mind you this lady makes like 160 to 180 thousand dollars a year and her son um makes like 90 something thousand dollars a year and they were talking about how they're trying to cut the positions um of the disabled because one of the things that goodwill um does is they employ disabled people like that's one of their biggest sellers if you will as a company one of the the biggest things that people invest into is so that these you know disabled people can have jobs and feel like you know uh, fully functioning adults and give them some purpose in life and she was essentially talking about how like the company is planning because mind you this is all based off minimum wage going up to fifteen dollars an hour, by the way. And mind you, you can legally underpay disabled people, like legally, because they are disabled and they don't have the full range and don't have the same number of functions. Um, well, same, just like that's the same capacity, capacity I guess. and they don't have the same all the same duties that's what i was looking for they don't they sure, don't fulfill yeah, all the same a, duties like a modified job or whatever. right so it's like a modified version of the job so you can legally disable um underpay them so the the lady was commenting based on minimum wage going up saying that how it's going to cause um a, bu- a, a bubble effect if you will and everything is going to go up and that the company to save money is now trying to figure out a way to get rid of those disabled people in their positions or have them work just for free because she was saying and she like said something like oh it's because let's be real they're not really doing any work anyway so there was uproar because of that because how you dare you say something so vile and so disgusting because this is goodwill like this you're not top man you're not fucking target you're not um a a major you know money making business like that you're a company that's supposed to be doing good you're a company that that is right. largely based off of the charity and the kindness of others so it's like for you mm-hmm. to come around now and say something so vile and evil and be so dismissive of these people that are working and a lot of the disabled uh, employees gave quotes and gave uh, responses to her statement and saying how it was heartbreaking and how they guess the company doesn't really care and it was just really sad so like to see those people get canceled absolutely love it you know, that's the shit I like to see. I mean, that's what it's for. I mean, it's there to to specifically hold people accountable, support from people who have expressions and their ideas that that are not tolerated and they aren't welcome exactly. amongst us. Like we we should be canceling people who are problematic as fuck. Like, absolutely. I mean, and I was just thinking about like the people who make those long threads about all that bullshit. Like people just read into that and then they make an, and then they make an informed decision based on what they read. But it's like, what about taking that same time to actually research what the fuck people are talking about? Like to actually see what's my opinion on this? Can mm. I form an opinion so that once I do decide on this, it's informed and right. it's not informed j- just on some shit you read, clickbait. It's like something I, I actually sat down, did some, you know some valid research and some references where I can actually can give an informed opinion. Like it really, 
does us all a disservice when we just are again just so damn bandwagon right like, whoa and you know what's a great example of that iggy zalia and azalea banks oh my god so bad so <laughs> and and this one for me and listen y'all canceled iggy for no damn reason no no reason, reason. azalea banks iggy is yeah <laughs> iggy azalea should, should, should have not been azalea banks told y'all that iggy azalea was this horrible white woman and y'all jumped right on it and y'all yeah. y'all called azalea every kind of a queen um every kind of uh you know just uh freedom fighter she was a civil rights activist she was she was that girl she was this this light force this hope um because mind you, Azalea Banks, ha- uh, Iggy Azalea has done and said things that are definitely controversial. The the runaway slave master thing, girl, who are you talking to? Oh, I remember that. Who are you talking to? I will fight you right now. But you know, she held herself accountable. She apologized for that. She said she was just using it because of the the rap that she was flipping, and she didn't realize at the time. And she was you know surrounded by black people, and they didn't you know stop her so she thought like well she because she didn't have any ill intent in that sense right so she had like i said she held herself accountable for that then there was like the whole black scent thing and how she wants to be black and da-da-da. and i was like for me as someone that and i'm not just saying this because i like iggy she to me doesn't give me like like that bad baby bitch there's th- that's that is what y'all thought Iggy was. Iggy is still very much a, a white girl from Australia. Like <laughs> she just happens to really love uh, black culture, rap music, and all that. Like, but that bad baby that that's what y'all need to be focused on. Is damn attention on. I agree. Like that bad baby. She is. It, it, it's like overt. Over her. Over. Like it's 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 vile. Yeah. Like she needs to be canceled, and she's definitely. A culture vulture. Yes. From every everything that she does, the way she speaks, the way she t- like, the way she raps, right. just her a too, mess. her whole persona. It's just like whoa, like right. you're literally just watching and just it's a imitation. It, it, yeah, yeah. And so like yeah, like I said, Azalea Banks, who was very jealous of Iggy and and Iggy's you know star shining because like I said, no one cared about Iggy. Iggy literally disappeared off the planet of Earth after after um. Her, the, the songs and stuff that she was working on with T.I. didn't go anywhere. Sis went to the UK while Isaiah Banks was having her moment and she rebuilt herself up from the ground and then Fancy comes. It's this massive hit. It goes number one. Everyone is bopping. All of a sudden, Billboard calls her the new queen of rap and everyone was like, <laughs> like <laughs> it was like a record scratch. <laughs> like, and it's so funny because it was that's the, the same thing kind of happened with Cardi B. But we'll get into that in a second. And then, like, Azalea Banks flew out of the closet <laughs> and was like, ah, ah, spewed all this hate and negativity. Everyone was on Azalea's side. Yes, queen, you tell her. Oh, we love Azalea. She's so smart. She's so informed. And then Azalea turned around and called everyone niggers and faggots. And y'all were like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, where is this coming from? And I was sitting in the corner like, I told y'all. Didn't I tell you? I told you. Like, she's only doing this for personal gain. She only hates Iggy because Iggy's... Like, and everyone was like, what? And then now everyone has canceled Isaiah Banks. Because yeah. <laughs> Isaiah Banks is ignorant. And Isaiah Banks is all these... And it's just like... If y'all would step away from what other people are telling... When, when other people are telling you how to feel about something, you should always be concerned. 
Always be concerned. Always be concerned. And you should always do your own research and you should always look into things and you should always make your own judgment based upon how you feel as opposed to how people are telling you to feel or how the cool people feel. Because there are a lot of people and and influence is really a motherfucker. Shout out to you because you are, you know, an influencer. Influence (laughs) is really a motherfucker because there have been so many times where I've seen people literally and... I'm going to bring Beyonce up again. I'm going to bring Beyonce up again. There are a few people that are on my timeline, people that I fully respect and fully, like, I rock with y'all. But I distinctively remember when y'all weren't Beyonce stands. When Mm. y'all, and I'll fully even argue and go further and say that you aren't even real Beyonce stands. And you know what proved that for me? When those song, um, when all those old leak records were put on iTunes. Mm, there were so yeah. there were so many people that were like, "Oh my god, I haven't heard these before." And I was sitting here like, "And you're in you're you're a stan, really?" Because you don't talk about Beyoncé unless everyone else is talking about her. Like, I don't hear you ever talk about her musically. Whenever you post your favorite artist or whatever you're listening to, it's hardly ever Beyoncé. But when Beyoncé is doing something and you know that other people are paying attention to it and you're looking for some traction, what are you doing? standing for Beyonce and it's like I've seen that become a part of people's brand and I'm just like I'm paying attention and it's not just Beyonce it's not just they Beyonce they stand for anything they that's relevant they stand for anything and, and that's, that's relevant or a right hot now. topic yeah and I mean like that's all I mean that I mean I I think that goes hand in hand into just the whole convenience of like just us that whole like selective outrage selective mm-hmm. support that's exactly where it's i was like, going next Come when on, friend. Yes. when when i'm ready when it's right for me then i'll get on board um but if it's not right for me if it's not something that that that, that i think i can get a little cloud off of if it doesn't fit not, my if it doesn't fit my brand yeah that i'm not fucking with and it. that's a oh i'm so glad you brought that up because there have i've literally been able to watch people that are that have kind of come up from social media and they've come up in a very like a very particular way they have a certain brand you will either they're like social just uh social justice warriors quote unquote or they are these informed bloggers or they are these just these personalities right and there's very clear things that like are trigger words if you will or or trigger moments and i'll see them literally not have an issue with something Right? And then all of a sudden, something happens and like, oh, this is an issue for me now. And, ooh, I need to write about this. Or, ooh, I need to, th- to tweet about this. Or, or ooh, I need to, to get on whatever my platform is and, and harp on this one thing because they know it's going get, to get them traction. They know it. Like, I need to cancel this one person. I need to cancel this one thing. And it's like, but wait, I, you literally sit alongside and work with people and are rubbing elbows with people that fall into the same category as this person that you're canceling, but you're not canceling any of those people. You're only canceling the celebrity or the the, 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 the person of the moment that everyone is canceling. And for me, that's just phony. Because if you don't rock with something, you shouldn't just not be rocking with it because it's on the left. You should be rocking, not rocking with it on the right as well. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't say you stand for something but then fall for it because it's your quote-unquote friends. 
No, I mean, no, I mean that makes it completely inauthentic and 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 completely dismanufactured and scripted. And but I do think that. I hope that there are people that are out there that can tell when something is authentic and when something is not. I know. I think I have a good gauge of when something seems forced and contrived. Yeah. But um, for, I guess, for, like, the uninformed people, how can they, like, what should they be doing to be weary of... The ways of the world. <laughs> <laughs> the ways of the world. <laughs> to be weary to not get sucked up into this whole vacuum of, of like, bandwagging what, what's hot and what's relevant. I always like, say... Like, take, what take, can they do? I always say take two steps back before you jump in. Mm. Like, when something happens and pops off, do two things. Three things. One, Google it. Google the person... Google Google the thing, find some sources, read, and whenever you see something, especially if you see a a screenshot that's going viral, or you see a tweet with no no context, no anything going viral, and people have all these feelings and these emotions, and they're so tied into it. Before you get roped up into that, take two steps back, objectively, and say, "Let me see where this is coming from." Yep. Let me let me find some truth to this because there's been a lot of things that I've seen go viral and I'm like, eh, let me Google this first. And I'll be very honest. Again, this goes back to me liking to be in full, full in control of what I say and the things that I do. I do a lot of that just so I don't look stupid. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I, because I hate look, feeling embarrassed and I hate being one of those people that's like going hard on something and then someone else comes in and like, hey guys, so actually you're wrong. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of people everyone needs to just just take two steps back do a little bit of research even if it's just 5 or 10 minutes and then form your own actual opinion on something like express how you actually feel about it even if other people don't fuck with it or even if other people and I and I and I'll tell on myself here right there was a time uh, I remember when um what's Yara Shahidi right yeah. beautiful young lady I remember she did a um, there was a, an interview she did um, where she talked about not being light skinned right and she was talking about like just it was just about being a brown skinned girl and da, da 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 and I remember reposting it and being like girl so all of a sudden you're not light skinned I said something like that right and <laughs> Triz shout out to Triz I think Triz's Twitter name is still Triz Factor and could be wrong she was like Vaughn dot 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 now I would expect better from you. Cause a lot, and, and I'll be very honest, the reason why I did that was because a lot of other people on my timeline were were already talking about like her trying to dodge light skin privilege or her da 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 like all these things. And I kinda logged on, saw it, and I was just kinda like, girl, so now you're not light skinned. And then like when I saw Trish's tweet, I said, Wait a minute, let me actually Google Yara Shahidi. Mind you, this was like three years ago, two years ago, three years ago. So I was like, let me actually Google Yara Shahidi, because I in my head, I, I don't know why, but I thought she was lighter than she was. And the minute I hit Google, I was like, oh, wait, she's right. <laughs> like, she's not light-skinned. She's, she's like, she's, and I think because she's mixed, I instantly went to the girls, you're not light-skinned. But then when I yeah. looked at her pictures, I said, no, she's not light-skinned. Because she's definitely darker than Rihanna. She's, de- like, she's darker than my mother. She's, now, she's not dark, of course, but she's a golden brown. She's a really yeah, beautiful yeah. golden brown. 
She's been bronzed for sure. Yeah. Like, she's like, not she's not fair skinned. Right. No. And there were these pictures and when I Googled, there were these pictures of her next to Zendaya and Norm and then pictures of her next to Normani. And she was way and she's much closer. darker. Than, she's Mark Dark. She's much darker than, than, than Zendaya. Zendaya lighter than Normani. Exactly, but she's much closer to Normani. Like they have there's there's similar undertones there. Right, so I was kind of like, "Whoa, she's actually not light light skin," and I had to log on to it and be like, "Wow, it's tripping. She's not. <laughs> she's right. Like everything she said is valid because she's not. But it it is just like if we would just take two steps back from like preconceived notions or just going with you know whatever's on the timeline and and really like look at things objectively, I think we would save a lot of." ourselves from looking so stupid and we would also save a lot of time in general because we don't have to go through all that if y'all just do a little research if we just do a little research yeah i mean plus and you're not getting a check for being the first bitch to tweet something give their opinion hello like, please please save that because i promise you if bank of america w- was giving out um ach deposits for the first bitch <laughs> to tweet something and have an opinion we would all be rich listen but it's not happening they're not doing that. they're not the people down at chase don't care anything about what's on your twitter <laughs> they don't <laughs> um, care unless it's making you some actual money um so yeah and 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 even in the in the gay world, and this is growing up gay. Like I don't know if you saw. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if you were if you saw. Or, um, there was there's a young man on Twitter by the name of Ralphie. Very handsome young man. Who? Uh, his name is Ralphie. I yeah. I don't follow him. I don't. I've never. We've never exchanged any tweet anything. I just know I've seen pictures of him before because, like I said, he's very handsome and the girls live right. Um. <laughs> And I'm not, it's, oh, why am I laughing? He got into a car accident, right? And he posted a picture of himself post-accident. And because he is, you know, I don't even know if you consider him a content creator because the content is just his face. (laughs) Okay, he's an Instagram model. But on Twitter. Oh my gosh. And none of this is a read or shade. It's just yeah. I, I literally don't know how else I would define him. Like he's a, like because I, I don't interact with him. I don't know what he does. He, per- he just posts pictures. That's all. Exactly. He just posts. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to, to look at. Right. He's very good looking. I just, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he's if we would consider him a model or if we would consider him a, a, a personality or a content creator. I don't know what we would consider him. But anyway, he posted um, a picture of him post a car accident. Um, and because, like I said, he the content he creates is, his, is taking pictures of himself. The same day he got into the car accident, he had posted a picture, right? Um, so this was like a few days later, he posted a you know the picture post accident, um, saying you know he's just great grateful to be alive, and you know um, things could have been a, went a lot worse, and how like he's healing, et cetera, et cetera, and. The girls immediately tried to cancel him. They said that... He, well, to be fair, I don't think people were trying to cancel the him more so than they were trying to ridicule him because they were accusing him of photoshopping the scars on his face and saying that he didn't really get into the car accident because, like I said, the, since the content he creates is his face, he took pictures that same day. So these looked like the same pictures because he took the picture in the same location in his bathroom um, so, like, if you look at the two pictures, they could have easily been taken the same exact day at the same exact time, and then the the, the pictures could have been photoshopped, right? 
So people started dragging him. They were calling him all these names. They were talking about how he was vain. People were making jokes. The reason why I was giggling earlier is because (laughs) one of the (laughs) one of the jokes was Wreck It Ralph because his his name is Ralph. (laughs) And it's fucked up because I'm very thankful that the young man is alive and well, but that shit was funny. I am sorry. Wreck-It Ralph was fucking funny. It just was, right? So like I said, people were, were accusing him of photoshopping these pictures and doing all these things. Ralphie jumped on video and showed everyone his full face because he took the the one picture from an angle. And when you saw his full face, you could see that he was clearly in a car accident. His eye was like blood, blooded. Um, his the other side of his face was far more battered, was bruised. Um, so he was clearly in an actual car accident. And they, there was he posted a picture of the car itself, and people saying that you know he got that from Google. But he was clearly in an actual car accident, right? So there was, like, a lot of backlash for the backlash because people were like, oh, y'all are evil. You know, this man was really in a car accident. He really could have died. And y'all ridiculed him. And y'all said he, you know, y'all are just jealous because he's good looking. Or, oh, he, you know, the girl's just making, you know, talking shit because he's not responding to their, um, to their, their DMs, da, da, da. And... Like it was, it, it was one of those instances where, like, you know, maybe people should have just like taken two steps back <laughs> on both sides. Like for the ones that were defending him, and for the ones that were, you know, falsely accusing him of getting in, you know, a, a photoshopping um, himself and and, and yeah. claiming he was in this accident. I feel like if everyone could have like just taken two steps back and just been like, whoa, you know, let's assess things. You know, let's let's. And I will say, if he would have posted the other side of his face, no one would have ever ever questioned anything. But that's his business also. He doesn't have to. So, it just... It was one of those things where people were trying to cancel him, and then people were trying to cancel people for who made jokes and who were ridiculing him. And it was just kind of like... First of all, let's be real. No one's canceling anyone. Even if that Please, young man, like, like even let's if, keep it a buck. Because no even if that young man was faking his pictures, y'all were still gonna like them. Down. Y'all were still gonna try and holler. Y'all were still gonna like follow him because he's fine. Like, come on, y'all weren't going anywhere. Y'all were just ridiculing him. I just, I was now. I'm not trying to say I'm a saint or anything because I like y'all clearly heard me giggle. That record Ralph shit was funny. But, like, I just feel like everyone could have taken two steps back and stopped holding each other to, like, the to the flame consistently. I feel like we're always looking for a reason to hold a bitch to the flame. And it's just, like, if we can just put the torches down and just, you know, do something else, we would be in a better place. <laughs> we would be in a better place. So, is there anything else you want to touch on for cancel culture? Because we could discuss yeah. a lot more. We really could. 
you know, I mean, we could, you know, y'all cancel Carisha. I think that was. Oh, we sure did. We canceled the fuck out of the city girls. You know, (laughs) we canceled city girls with their ignorant bullshit. And listen, and and that was a cancel that was warranted. Because anytime someone comes out of their mouth and says something that's problematic and then they double down on it after the Mm -hmm. fact, it's like, girl, you really a motherfucking trying to now. Get get your ass up out of here. Like, Mm -hmm. same thing with Kevin Hart. Same thing. Deserve. Deserve to be canceled. Deserve. Like, you can't be out here talking that bullshit and then double down on it. You know, like, come on. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and like, I will say... Those I, are things that are warranted. The Carisha cancel for me was very hurtful because as a partially Miami-raised young man, she spoke to my heart and my spirit. And I understood, you know? I feel like she... I feel like the City Girls made music for me. You know? So to see... That, you know, they had all these things to say about. And you know what's so funny? I actually didn't have a problem with their original tweets. Because I'm not one of those gay people that expects all people to have always been very informed. Um, and be very PC. I'm one of those those gay people. Because even, even with Megan Thee Stallion, they tried that with her. They found tweets from like 2012 and 2011. Where she was saying things like, um, she said, I think she said faggot. Um, in a tweet um, and there was another tweet where she said something about being gay but there was also tweets where Megan was saying hey guys sex is bad no one should have sex you, like you just don't do it because this was 2012 and Megan was 14 <laughs> like we have to give people a little room <laughs> and a little credence because we weren't all PC and informed and 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 knowledgeable like we are like we are now like right. there's there's you just have to give people a little bit of of grace now once you've given them the, gr- the grace if they continue to show their ass then by all means but that's where that t- taking two steps that two steps that's the grace right take the two steps back give them that grace and see what happens from that point on and i'm not saying excuse anything because there's definitely cases because if megan the stallion there goes the damn police if megan the stallion (laughs) in 2019 you know was saying anything about homosexuals i would say well sis hot girl summer has frozen over because i'm a gay man and i can't fuck with that but a 13 14 year old megan come on like yeah like we're not canceling what we are doing is we're reaching out we're reaching across the aisle we're saying hey how can i educate you how can i bring you in as an ally um how can i remediate you and teach you what's right and what's wrong like come on like we have we we do have to do a better job at seriously um, trying to educate people so that they can grow so that they can advance like we, we we have to give people an opportunity to to show up and right. and to be the, and to be their best selves and and being so quick with like oh they're done they're out of here like that's not gonna push anyone's agenda further and that's definitely not gonna help your argument right. so right. do better bitch <laughs> right absolutely absolutely um I think that I think we're gonna leave it there for now like I said there's so much more that could be said for uh, cancel culture we might discuss it again. Uh, because we didn't even touch on certain things that I wanted to, but I also don't want to be here for five years. So <laughs> with that being said, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. Hey, you guys, it's Malik. 
I hope you're enjoying the show. If you haven't, be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter is G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-G-A-Y underscore. And our Instagram is G-R-O-W-N-U-P-G-A-Y. Be sure to tell a friend about what we're doing. Continue to share the show. And we appreciate you and we love you. Now let's get back into the episode. So it's time for the wind down. Um, wind if it this down. is your first time listening to Grown Up Gay, hi, welcome. Uh, the wind down is our celebrity and social media based portion of the show where we kind of rift. We just talk about what's going on uh, currently in culture um, and pop music and, you know, society, anything that's outside of our grown up gay that we just want to discuss. Um, so the first thing that we wanted to discuss and we've mentioned her quite a few times on this podcast already, is Mrs. Beyonce Knowles Carter. Um, B has been, um, the hive has been eating. Y'all have been eating these past few months. Because um, B surely has a lot in place for you all. As we all know, she's in Lion King. Um, and she released the first single from the soundtrack, as well as informed us that there is a uh, album a, a completely separate album from the the soundtrack titled Lion King the Gift um, that features a few African um, artists as well as beyond well as well as Blue Ivy and a few tracks from Beyonce herself so Malik which this is your area this is your this is this is your auntie you know where do you want to go what do you want to discuss what do you want to start with so first thing first Beyonce spirit. <sighs> I love it. I, I love the when I first <laughs> like like it's just like when I first heard the song, I was like, oh, you know, like one thing Beyonce does really well. I like she knows how to make like one of those I am here spirit rise up like one of those big anthems. Cinematic. You know, like she knows how to does. How, how to really make a song that's really gonna like make you feel it make you feel inspired and her voice on the song is so it's it's very deep it's very husky it's very rich exactly what you would expect for like a lion king soundtrack and i love i feel like she was just singing she was singing she was singing everywhere like she was singing here there up in the down back. i love this baby she's saying in the back she's saying in the front i just really i just really appreciate it um, the mix of her voice and then the video I, I feel like was really beautiful um, you know as Beyonce gets older in her artistry and in her body I'm, I'm, I'm starting to really like how she's like dressing herself and doing a lot more things that are really accentuating her hips and you know like listen mama's thick down and uh, back to council culture for y'all motherfuckers that was saying Beyonce was fat <laughs> Re- recently, bitch, fat. Oh, I'll fight you. Oh, bitch, I will <laughs> fucking. I will cut you up. But um, yeah, I'm just really here for this era, and, and I really can't wait to get into the gift. Um, like I think it's gonna be a super cool mixtape, and I also appreciate that Beyonce. One thing I know about her is that she loves to keep it authentic. So I'm happy that she included so many African artists on the mixtape. I'm not the mixtape on the album. Um to make it authentic to really give it that african flair because you know as she said it cannot be 
my spin on it. Beyonce's inspiration, like no, it really need, it needs to be authentic, and I think she does it. She also she always does a really good job at trying to keep things as true to form as possible, and, and I I just can't wait to hear it and and see it. Like I, I want to see her like perform some of these songs. Hopefully that comes soon, like an opportunity to actually see her see her do Spirit Live or something. Yeah, absolutely. I I I will say it's it it. I am glad that she reached out to you know African artists um because it can be so and 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 listen you can't please everyone because i saw some people saying like well there's only south african and like nigerian artists on there what about east african and north i was like listen sis (laughs) the album is not called the album is not called africa the gift it's not called africa the gift it's called lion king (laughs) the gift okay she tried okay literally a lot of fucking continent like she did a she did a lot better than every singer every producer in africa like come on right (laughs) like it's 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 you're asking for a lot but anyway um I have to say the one thing that I'm most surprised with with all this is how involved and how present Blue is. I don't know why, but yes. I always thought that J and B would be like, "No, you cannot have our children. They are gonna be raised, you know, outside of the celebrity world. You'll see them when we want you to, you know." But they're like, "No, no, no, get on stage, Mama. You performing? <laughs> like, yeah. you about to sing and dance? You tap? Wear the tap shoes? Come on." Come on, Blue, you gotta perform. And that I have to say, I was I was very surprised by, especially because they're so secretive with Rumi and Sir. Yeah. But with Blue, they're like, here she is, like she's she's your. <laughs> it's like they're here. Like I, I wonder if they're gonna do the same thing with Rumi and Sir, or if those two are always just gonna be like in the dark, mysterious. Um, very mysterious. Yeah. Very much I mean, so. it seems like Blue. It, it seems like Blue like welcomes it. Like she's so. Oh yeah, she um, loves like, it. Yeah, like 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 she her personality it. is so like spicy and fun. It yeah. seems like she really wants to be in the mix. Like she likes being out there doing her thing, and it's like exciting seeing her like show her personality in so many different ways. Whether she's like right. shooing Beyonce and Jay away, or you know, tell t- telling um, Miss Tina that her jokes are silly. Just like I love Blue. Right. Hello? Yes. Hello. Hello? Vaughn? Yeah. What what the hell just happened? <laughs> My internet went out. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, let's pick back up so we can knock this shit out. Um, shit. We were talking about blue. Do you want? Did you finish what you were saying? Because I can just edit it in. I wasn't talking. Yeah, I finished what I was saying. Okay, cool. Um, so someone that probably didn't expect to be as in the scene as they currently are <laughs> is Jermaine Dupri. Unlike <laughs> Blue Ivy, who is being welcomed with open arms. Um. Jermaine is being told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, Jermaine was uh, doing an interview and he was asked about the current state of women in rap because, you know, we are living in an unprecedented time. It's been the first time since the 90s and early 2000s where we've had so many female rap acts not only out, but like thriving and like charting 
I think Billboard counted, I think, eight female rappers That's that charted lot. on the Hot 100 this year, which is a lot. Um, Iggy Azalea, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, uh, Sweetie, The City Girls, Crucian JT, um, uh, Lizzo, Tierra Wack, I believe, and someone else. I think those are all the names. I could be wrong. I might be missing one or two, but the point is, women in rap is, are, you know, they're running things right now. Megan The Stallion, that's who I forgot. Hot Girl Summer. Um, so, Jermaine <laughs> essentially said, you know, all these, these female rappers are, you know, talking about the same thing, and, you know, it's not like, uh, he, he, can't get into it because it's not like they're trying to show who's the best MC. They're all just talking about you know strippers and 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 they're all basically strippers rapping, right? And this goes to a very important point that I've been trying to make for a really long time. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak into the mic really, really slowly. Take your time, friend. It's okay to say I don't know. Oh. And it's okay to say you know what. I'm not really informed about mm. what is going on with X, Y, and Z. What are your takes on it? Let me know who I should be looking for, what I should be looking into, what I should be paying attention to. If you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, guess what? You don't have to talk about it. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, so, Cardi B... As well as Trina. Shout out to Trina. I love Trina so much. Cardi B, Trina, um, everyone, including badass La Bad Baby, who needs to mind her. Shut your ass up. Um, <laughs> chimed in and, and drug. Drug. <laughs> JT for, uh, not JT, Jermaine Dupri. I was thinking JD. Jermaine Dupri for what he had to say. And there were so many valid points made. And I think the most valid point made came from Cardi. And Cardi said, well, sis, you tagged me in, so I'm going to be tagged in. Because he mentioned her name. Um, and she said, essentially, whenever I make music that isn't about the things that you're talking about, people don't pay attention to it. They don't give it as much time, attention, or love. They don't support it as much. And quite frankly, there are a lot of female rappers out here women in rap that are making music that talk about things that aren't sex or their vagina or money and she gave a list of, of those individuals because it's true like we have people like no name uh lakaley like like 47 chica tiara whack rhapsody like those women are here they are actual mc and that's and that's a thing that is so annoying to me right I feel like men always want to give outliers and there's always these super high expectations when it comes to women, period, especially in the industry where their worth needs to be validated, right? Because J JD was asked a simple question like, you know, what do you feel about women having this time? And, and you would think someone like JD who... Debrat is one of his, you know, the main artists that he brought onto the scene who was a woman that raps... You would think that he would have a little more, you know, and he's someone that also has a bunch of daughters. You would think he has a little more tact in the way he handled the situation. Um, but he did it, and it's like, it, like I said, it's okay to just say you're not informed about something. 
I mean, I think we're at. I think we're expecting a little bit too much from Jermaine Dupree. This is the same guy who, in 2006, came out like in vibe, trying to like slick come for Beyonce. Like people, this is around when Janet came out with with uh, I think it was 20YO, and Beyonce was out with B Day, and pretty much, um, you know, JD was asked about her. Was like, you know, pretty much they were like, um, what do you think about Beyonce being being compared to Janet? And JD said, only Janet records sound like her. I always look and think where where Beyonce is going to be in 20 years. It's hard for me to visualize. Dupree was quoted as saying, I don't put them on the same plane. Listen, Jermaine Dupree. In the words of Beyonce, <laughs> in the words of Beyonce, God bless you. Because uh, that was 13 years ago. And we see where Beyonce is. And we see where you are. And we see where Janet is. And it's like... Do again yeah. if you don't know something, don't speak on it, and also don't hold these. And this is back to the point that I was gonna make. I got, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I got a little sidetracked. <laughs> the point that I was trying to make earlier was that, like, he was asked about women in rap and immediately went to them being MCs, right? He immediately needed and, and, and could only validate these women if they spit quote unquote bars. They had to be these lyricists. Like, he automatically went to that. Where it's like, y'all don't have those same expectations for men in rap because 98.639% of these niggas aren't talking about a damn thing. Like, Blueface, he, you could sit that nigga in the car with the beat and he still <laughs> wouldn't be able to find it. <laughs> like, okay. the, the wait. <laughs> Can, can can we stop there? Because I was I thought it was just me, but it's a no. known fact that he doesn't rap sis, on beat. Sis, the beat is driving him home, and he's outside of the car. Okay, like, damn it! Like he, the whole time, like he's never anywhere near the beat, and he had a huge record, and no one is expecting anything from him. You have all these other mumble rappers that don't talk about nothing but being on on drugs and bitches and hoes and and this and that and it's like there's no expectations for them like why can't these women just be out here having a bomb and the thing is what the fuck do y'all want these women to be talking about the soviet union the civil war history xenophobia do you want them to be doing dissertations via rap they are in their early 20s and having a bomb ass time like what what are you expecting and when they give you that, are you going to listen to it? If Megan makes an, a, a song talking about her mom and the passing of her mom and the things that she's had to deal with her mom's illness and all that, are you going to be saying, that's the shit I want from Megan? Let me go buy the album? Hell no. Like, if Lizzo talks about fat phobia and the struggles that she's had to deal with and, and fucking, you know, angst and all the shit that she's had to deal as a, as a woman being homeless all that stuff are you going to listen to that like are you going to listen to a full album of that let's keep it a buck and let's also stop acting like female rappers back in the day didn't talk about pussy because missy did. did missy talked about her box plenty of times sure did like queen latifah talked about sex like and and a lot of people like to act like it's a new concept salt and pepper were the first female rappers to be massive, massive, hot 100, billboard-topping stars. And do you know why? Because they had a song called Push It. Thank you. 
when they talked about sex. That was a thank you. That's what that was. Like we need to stop acting like, and and it always baffles me that it's that generation that does it. Oh my gosh, because they think that everything they did was was so fucking golden. They I'm had, like, you know, like 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 their era was just the standard, and it was like, listen, y'all, are the reason why this this shit is so fucked up now. And not even since y'all was throwing every bit of ass at Freaknik, like y'all were having Hot Girl Summer before. We, the most of us are here because of Hot Girl Summers. Like what? Sir, sir. Anyway, moving on. ASAP Rocky. Who? ASAP <laughs> <laughs> Rocky. ASAP. ASAP. Listen. Now, I have a lot of thoughts in regard to this. I um, think we all do. We've now. Yes, this has been quite a to- hot topic for a minute, but like you know, we 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 weren't here to discuss it. Um. So ASAP Rocky got locked up in Sweden um, for assault because he put his hands on a well. He kind of threw him first and then put his hands on him. He beat his ass. Um, a young man that was harassing him and his team, and also some women. Now let's be clear. ASAP didn't put his hands on the young man because the young man was harassing women. Although his team tried to like flip it and make it seem like that's why he put his hands on the young man because the young man was harassing him and his team they were trying to walk away from the young man multiple times they were trying to you know let him know like hey we're a bunch of big black guys we can hurt you so just do us all a favor and stop following us um stop harassing us uh the young man even broke his headphones not asap's headphones the young man broke the young man's headphones and then started demanding that they pay for it because they caused him to break his headphones. A bunch of random randomness that happened, right? So ASAP, like I said, beat up the young man. The police came. And ASAP was smart enough to live stream, not live stream, but post all of this on his Instagram. And there was even like a, a two-minute clip that was uploaded. Um, and it's it's TMZ had it. A bunch of different people had it. That kind of shows exactly what happened right so the good old people over at sweden don't give a fuck (laughs) they said young man you know you brought your black ass over here and acted up so we're locking you down um goodbye and they are you know i've seen people say that he's you know unlawfully arrested and he's being held and da 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 and of course what happened in you know we talked about cancel culture so there started being all these campaigns to free asap right um a lot of our favorite celebrities including rihanna who are just girl just sell makeup and be quiet sometimes it's just we want an album we don't want this just sh- <laughs> um, where's the music <laughs> right um a lot of people were starting you know the free asap movement um and then we were and you know I love social media sometimes like we're petty but in like a beautiful way old um, interview um, old clips from interviews that ASAP did started resurfacing of him of him basically saying you know all this Ferguson shit is none of my problem I don't live over there I live in Beverly Hills and in Soho and that's not my struggle so I'm not worried about that shit 
So that, um, as well as a bunch of other very ignorant, very anti-black, very um, sexist, misogynistic, very just ignorant clips, uh, quotes, and things were brought up from ASAP's past. And, you know, there was a resounding, girl, you good. <laughs> like, I'm not, ain't, ain't no free nothing over here. Like, and that, that caused a lot of... Uh, uproar joe budden also I like, he my, came out of his mouth and ended up coming mm, after crystal mind your motherfucking business bullshit i felt like right like he i don't know why he felt the needs it's so strange you would never think that joe budden has beef with the reed and it's the reed that he has beef with because he wasn't even just attacking crystal he started saying that the show is dead and how they're in a bunch of bad and you know People always talk about how women and are, are you know gossipy or you know messy or gays are messy. You hetero men hmm. mess. They just they just e. it. Y'all are. Me- I was I was literally watching this like look at this nigga. Look at this. I mean, he he you he couldn't wait to get that off his chest. You, like the bad deals part was so messy to me. Like sis, have a little class, just a little class. Um, but anyway. Fast forward to now, and y'all's favorite Barbie, Kim Kardashian, is trying to free ASAP Rocky. She and her um, posthumous husband, Kanye West, are apparently trying to let their friend Donald Trump know that he needs to step in and free ASAP Rocky. And I'm sure they're going to like sell this to him like, oh my god, the blacks really love ASAP. So if you just like free him in 2020, like I'm sure some of the blacks are going to be like, oh my god, he's not that racist. He freed ASAP. And I just want to remind y'all that we don't give a fuck. There are people at the border being treated like fucking animals. Yep. Fuck, he is, Donald Trump is currently harassing women of color that are on Congress, telling them that they need to go back to the countries they came from. Most of those women are American women that just happen to be of color. Yeah. And he's telling them that they need to go back to the countries that they came from. So you know what, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, you can't keep it. We don't want it. Go suck your mother. You and ASAP, go suck Yamada. We good on that. Okay. There's a lot of things that Donald Trump needs to be focusing his orange ass attention on. And I can guarantee Sealy Braids ain't it. Okay. Sealy fucking braids. Period. Um Pose. Let's move on to Pose. And this will be the last topic for this week. Because I have so much to say. Uh, so first, let's congratulate the cast of Pose for being nominated yes, for, for an Emmy. An Emmy. Round of applause. I would so clap, big. but then it would be loud. Um, very proud of them. Uh, they can now say they're all a part of an Emmy-nominated show. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Billy Porter. He's nominated um, for Best Lead Actor in a Drama. I'm kind of sad that MJ Rodriguez didn't get nominated, but I feel like... Considering that this this Emmy nomination is more so for the last season, I'm really really hoping that next Emmy go around we'll see um, more nominations for the cast individually as well as as a whole. 
Yeah, um, I think you know the. I mean, this is this this is a really fresh cast. Like some of them, this is their first time acting, and Billy Porter is a, such a seasoned, seasoned actor, you yes. know, and he's been paying his dues for so long. Not saying the other girls don't deserve it because they absolutely do, but I felt like Billy Porter was uh, was the obvious standout last season as far as acting chops and ability, and like you know, like for me, he's the one that really like brought it on home. I kind of felt like. Right. Blanc- Blanca's acting was very much like, okay, did you just get out of the academy? <laughs> <laughs> you really should have stopped at the, okay, <laughs> because that was funny. Ooh, uh, yeah, but yeah, it it it'll it, it's gonna be interesting to see how they are received come next uh, Emmy season. Because let me tell you all something. Whew, Angelica Ross, baby, Miss Candy. Miss Candy. Miss Candy. Who love like this before? That episode? Yeah. Yeah. It was was phenomenal. It was honestly the most compelling, the most thoughtfully done, the most... Such a good episode. Like, I, I watched it and I was filled with so much emotion and so much pride and so much I watched the episode and could not go to work the next day it was so much it was hard it was so hard but it was like that episode was it it was you know there were a lot of people that were upset a lot of people felt like Angelica Ross and not only Angelica Ross but, but what the show represents for darker skinned women they felt like that that story that plight des- deserved more than just the death. Right. They felt like that she deserved to live because a lot of dark skinned women, especially of trans experience, don't get to live. And so, um, I do think it is important sometimes that art not be so obvious. You know, we we do know that art is nothing but, um, you know, art. Art imitates life, right? But at the end of the day, sometimes, how can we ever imagine what the best humanity has if we don't even document it, if we don't act it out, if we don't put it on the screen? And, and I do, I do kind of think it was a missed opportunity for us to to see Candy live in a way that is full, in a way that can she heal from this traumatic experience? Like the way they framed the character, it's like. Candy was trauma filled from beginning to end like that was her story trauma and death and so I I would have appreciated to see a dark-skinned woman have a different experience that was not linked to violence and death I think that would have been refreshing but I also do understand the impact of having such a dynamic profound character as as Candy and her dying because we were able to really feel the impacts of that. It it hit home for us because she was so beloved to us. And I'm not sure if it would have been another character that died in that same manner if the point would have been able to be received as as impactful it was with how they wrote it out. So I have mixed feelings and views on her death. You know, as a fan, I love Candy. I miss her. I hate that she had to die. But then, you know, kind of understanding, I guess, the bigger picture. Mm, I kind of get it. 
that's a very valid and a uh, statement and i saw a lot of that as well yeah and i think my response to that is i think a lot of people aren't realizing that unfortunately that's not the reality for most let me not say most that's not the reality for a lot of dark-skinned black trans women I think for us to want to see Pose live in this fantasy, Candy live in this fantasy world where everything is bubblegum and rainbows and she goes on to live this perfect life would have been great. And to see her rise from, you know, the, the concrete to a rose would have been beautiful. But I think what's even more important is for us to wake society and the community up. This was done purposely to trigger you. Yeah. To let you know that, yes, ballroom and all this shit is happening, but your dark skin, black, trans women are being mistreated and murdered. Yeah. That's what the purpose of this episode was. Pose isn't done. That's not the last episode of Pose. And Candy doesn't have to be the last dark skin character on the show. And I and I, I will say the colorism thing was something that I saw a lot of other people brought brought up, and me personally, I didn't latch onto that initially because I think you do see so many people of color, period. And I think I've been reveling in all the greatness that is the show so far, and all the positivity that is the show so far, that I never really honed in on the fact that hey, there isn't a dark skin character that is easy to love on that show, at least in the in the typical sense, right? Like Candy is fun to love. But she is dysfunctional. Um, um, shit. Dominique. Um, fuck, what's, what's her... Electra. Electra is, is fun to love because she's this vivacious, kind of evil, you know, character. And you have Prey that also... But I think... And I get it. We want to tell the story of dark-skinned people. As a dark-skinned person, I get it. I want to see our stories not be filled with trauma. I see. I want to see our stories you know told to where we just live happy free regular lives i get that but i also think what that does is erase a lot of the trauma that everyday dark-skinned people go through and i think what the show does a good job of doing is showing us why it electra is the way electra is it shows us why uh prey is the way prey is and it did a great job i think around it and i think they addressed a lot of the issues that candy faced her sit down with prey was the way a lot of gay men especially black gay men tend to have issues with darker skin trans women because dark skin isn't seen as soft yeah dark skin isn't seen as beautiful and we can be very honest you can go to youtube right now and go look up balls Go look up um, Femme Queen Face. Go look up a lot of these things. And the women there that tend to win... Are fairer-skinned. Are fairer-skinned. Yeah. One of my... Lena Bloom. Lena is that girl. If you don't know who Lena Bloom is, look her up. I've watched her walk balls a bunch of times. And she's one face and she's gorgeous. She's a black woman, yes. But she's, if I'm not mistaken, she's um, Filipino and black. So she she is racially ambiguous, if you will. Mm-hmm. She's culturally ambiguous, if you will. So a lot a lot of the the women that do win these prices, a lot a lot of the women that that are flourishing in in the trans women that are flourishing in ballroom culture, the ones that a lot of the ones that are are 
you see on social media that have the followers that have all these things they tend to fall into a category where they're lighter and they're soft quote unquote softer yeah I mean it's just they have more European esque features exactly and, and I and, think that's and we know that's, that's the standard of beauty and so when I think the conversation with Pray Tell and her it was about it was about the frid- it was about dismantling that because yeah they they showed the reality of it because Prey wasn't able to be as free as he wanted to be. And he was jealous of Candy because she was. Candy lived as freely, as loudly, as boldly as she wanted to be. And Prey consistently felt the need to dismantle that, to, to cage that, to, ta- to tame that. And we see it all the time in, in the gay community where especially femme gays are, are told, you know, they need to butch up or they need to do this. You know, we see all the time with, with you know, no fats, no fats. We see it all the time, and it's something that still exists today. And I, to me, I think what the show did was instead of creating this imaginary world where everything is perfect, let me give you a little taste of your reality. It doesn't taste as good. It's not as easy to swallow, and it's not supposed to be. If that was the case, these girls would be living a Sex in the City life. Do you know how fucking mad I was when I moved to New York and I realized all that Carrie Bradshaw bullshit was a lie? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, ain't no way you was living the life that you was living as a writer, a columnist. Bitch, shut up. It's a lie. So I think that, and that maybe for me, that's why I love the episode so much because that is the truth. The fact that they had Candy's mother be the the, the aggressor, the fact that they had can't because they could have easily made Candy's father be the typical, you know, hyper masculine hypersexual you know black dad that hates his queer black child and you need to be a man and man up and and no you ain't candy you are marcus or whatever the fuck your name like they could have easily done that but the reality is it's not always the dad and let's be real it's not always the men in the community there are a lot of women that perpetuate homophobia that perpetuate hypermasculinity hypersexuality especially in black men like there's a ton of women so i think i think we need to give the show a little a little grace again i get where a lot of where a lot of it is coming from and like i said i would i would love to see black trans women of all shades and all all colors get to live full and happy lives and i definitely think we'll get there but i don't want us to to skip the slavery story to get to real housewives of atlanta Mm. teach me a little bit about the history first let us let the world and society see the pain first yes it's hard for us to 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 relive but that's the point if we don't relive it if like they always say if you don't know where you come from you don't know where the fuck you're going hey fucking man so shout out to Pose, they're doing a wonderful job. And I also want to say the la- the most recent episode that passed was so good. It was it was light, thankfully, but it told an important multiple, I think important important things that we need to to he- to see as 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 young queer men. And we need to see black love that isn't so typical. And I love the fact that. Um, it wasn't the the typical take him back, et cetera. Like no, he stood his ground. Damien stood his ground. 
and you know it was just it was a good episode it was a good i'm 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 so happy with pose i can't i can't wait to see what the rest of the season has to hold and i'm just i'm very proud i'm very proud yeah i'm excited that season three is gonna it's a go it's like it's happening and yeah like 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 pose is pose is just that show that that's really just groundbreaking and it's getting everyone stirred up and it's good it's good it's good tv it's a good story and i'm excited to be like like i'm here for pose i also want to be on the extra of the uh, an extra on the next season so just boy okay like i definitely gotta be extra because i've seen a few people on in the episodes i'm like oh i've seen you on twitter or instagram before and i remember when remember when they were shooting in harlem and i was walking home and i was like oh my god they're shooting yes i if anyone is listening if you need a tall, dark-skinned guy, I got you. Like, um, Vaughn, I could definitely see you giving us a, a nasty realness. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm down. You know, I'm down. So I'm down. Hit me up, Janet. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> but that is it for this week's growing up gay. You all hope you all enjoyed it. Yes. Um, as always, please be sure to reach out to us. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show at uh, Growing Up Gay on twitter g-r-o-w-i-n up gay underscore you can follow the show on instagram at grown up gay and you can follow malik follow on me instagram at on instagram at malik khalid yoga follow me on twitter at yo malik follow vaughn on instagram at vonagram follow vaughn on twitter at underscore vaughn Tell a friend and tell a friend about the show. Write us. Yes. And, you know, rate and subscribe. Give us five stars. Leave a comment. Write a review. And email us. We still have our Spill It segment that we've done twice. So you can email me at Malik at growingupgay.com. Email Vaughn at growingupgay.com. Or email the show at growingupgay.com. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Gmail. Yes. At gmail.com. <laughs> at gmail.com. At yes. <laughs> but you all have a wonderful day, month, week, night, whenever you listen to this. And we'll catch you next time. Holla.